This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. The NTL Now podcast is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Max Driving Academy, Jimmy's Park Hotel, Mansfield University, and Thompson Sports and Apparel. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, NTL Sports fans. The NTL Now podcast returns for its 75th edition. That's right. This is the 75th episode of the NTL Now podcast. And uh, after looking back at some dates and records, uh, it occurred to me that the podcast had not been done uh, for just about a 30-day period. That's right. Think about that. It's been since the end of February uh, since I've been able to churn one of these out. Now, it's not for the fact that I didn't want to do one of these, but it's more the fact that, you know, when you are pretty much a one-man operation and having to line up interviews, and then, of course, we had all of the district playoff action coming along, and then my broadcast schedule got mixed in, so yeah, it's been uh, quite a hectic last month, and, uh, you know, I had everything lined up, I thought, uh, that was going to be pretty smooth as far as, uh, you know, transitioning through the wrestling postseason and such, but uh, once the basketball district playoff schedule got going, uh, it was basically on the road it seemed like uh, every night of the week I think I had like four games the one week uh, three or four the next and then of course uh, the weekends brought about all the wrestling postseason so definitely uh, a busy uh, time there through that uh, basketball and wrestling postseason but happy to be back and uh, getting ready to gear up for the spring sports season but we've still got uh, some good recapping to do here from uh, the winter season as well and speaking of the winter sports recap That does include, of course, All-Star Talk. And coming out uh, next week on Monday night, that will be Basketball All-Star Time. Now, interesting, uh, this year I see they are only going to do the Boys All-Star Game. I don't know uh, if there was some scheduling conflicts or something like that, but uh, from what I can tell, looks like they are just going to do a Boys All-Star Game coming up on Monday night, March 28th. They're going to do that at the Troy Commons Building. Tip-off for that will be 7 o'clock, definitely uh, know that's going to be a good show for the fans so make sure you know for all of you basketball all-star people uh, get ready to head to the commons building uh, coming up on Monday March 28th again and uh, tip off for that will be 7 p.m. Now to go along with the basketball all-stars as well we also have the wrestling all-star announcements being released this week too we've got the first team selections and second team selections coming up as well we'll talk about those too and speaking of the first team selections that's actually going to lead us into one of our interviews this week as we will be talking with first team all-star selection Nick Woodruff from Wyalusing. That's right, the state third place finisher. He's going to join us this week on the podcast too. Also coming up a little bit later on in the podcast too, another great senior athlete here in the Northern Tier League. You've heard some coaches and other players talk about her. Well, this week we're finally going to garner some Maisie Nuber interview time. That's right. Uh, Maisie and I have been kind of talking back and forth trying to get something scheduled. We were actually going to try and do it uh, there just before district started. Unfortunately, though, like I said, scheduling just didn't work out. But uh, this week, you know, just as we are getting ready to head into spring sports, uh, Maisie
Daisy has some time, so we're going to catch up with her coming up here a little bit later on in the podcast as well. But also a special treat. Uh, we're going to get a little officials review this week here in the podcast because we are going to talk with one of our very own NTL basketball officials, J.B. Sullivan. He's going to be along this week as well. J.B. actually garnering the honor of being an official for one of the basketball state championships this week too. So definitely uh, excited to sit down and talk with him, you know, kind of get some of uh, his aspects. Uh, not only uh, what drew him into officiating, you know, but, uh, you know, how he sees uh, officiating, uh, you know, from uh, back then to now. So definitely curious uh, to get some of his thoughts and opinions there uh, on that front. So, yes, definitely uh, a lot to talk about this week. Looking forward to some really exciting interviews. Got a really awesome and fun uh, 75th episode here for you as well. So uh, we're going to take some time now. We're going to step aside. Got some great sponsors as well we got to thank. So we're going to step aside, do that quick right now and let's get a quick message here from circle w sports growing up in a small town it's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level circle w sports helped me get the exposure i needed it's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player but the rest of our team guys that they might be thought they were interested in before they went to the website so circle w has really done that it links highlight films contact information and everything that the coach would need Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. There's always those nights of the week when no one in the family wants to cook. That's when you go to Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton. At Jimmy's, you'll find a menu packed with delicious food items. Everything from Alfredo to chicken parm, even pizza, pasta, prime rib, and so much more. Call Jimmy's Park Hotel today for your takeout orders at 570-673-8777. That's Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton. Open daily at 11 a.m. And like their page on Facebook for daily specials. Check out the NTL Now podcast on Facebook and Instagram by searching NTL Now podcast. Of course, on Twitter as well by searching at NTL Now pod. Welcome back. It's the 75th edition. Shane Wilber here with you on this week's NTL Now podcast. Glad to have all of you along here as we are gearing up uh, for some great interviews coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Of course, as I told you in the uh, kind of uh, opening, uh, we've got uh, senior athlete Maisie Newber on the horizon. Horizon, plus, of course, uh, Nick Woodruff from Wyalusing, and, uh, of course, uh, PIAA District 4 and Northern Tier League basketball official J.B. Sullivan still to come here this week as well uh, on the podcast, too. Of course, uh, you know, everybody wants to talk about uh, officiating and low numbers and such, so you know what? I thought maybe it would be a great idea to uh, reach out an olive branch, uh, maybe talk about that with J.B. as well, so definitely looking forward to that coming up here uh, as the podcast continues. But, you know, as uh, the winter sports season has pretty much come to a close. We're getting ready for baseball and softball to take the circle uh, and the mounds coming up here this week. Plus, of course, track athletes as well getting geared up and ready to go, too. I think it's time to uh, put a finishing bow on some of the winter sports action. Now, first, that means we have to go to the NTL Wrestling All-Stars. Now, of course, both of the wrestling all-star teams uh, were released this week. 
no surprise at all in my book to see the Canton Warrior coaching staff uh, winning the Coach of the Year honors. Congratulations to Coach Wesneski and his crew, uh, including uh, Chris Landis, Derek Leiby, and company as well on winning that Coach of the Year honor status. Also, Wrestler of the Year, no surprise as well, going to Gavin Bradley of Athens, the senior for the Wildcats, really capped off his stellar senior season with that state championship, beating Brandon Wentz of Montoursville three week well not three weeks in a row but he had to beat him two of the last three weeks after meeting up with him in the championship finals for districts regionals and of course at states as well and for Bradley to come away with the state championship and to see his celebration after I mean you just couldn't be happier uh, for a nicer kid and happy to see Gavin Bradley come away with the wrestler of the year honors definitely no surprise for that but it brings us now to the first team Team selections for the NTL All-Star Team uh, this year for wrestling. Looking at the first team selections, we've got some state qualifiers mixed in here as well, including our two at the top in Clayton Carr of Wyalusing and Gavin Bradley of Athens. They get the first team nods at 106 and 113. At 120 pounds, a stellar freshman season this year for Holden Ward of Canton. He gets the nod at 120. Two other freshmen get the nod at 126 as Aiden Hunsinger of Wyalusing and Riley Slater of Tawanda. They will share the honor at 126 there. Couple of seniors share the honor at 132. Seth Seymour of Troy, Caden Setzer of Athens on the first team. At 138 pounds, Jacob Courtney of Athens will share the honor with Riley Vanderpool of Tawanda. At 145 pounds, we honor more state qualifiers on the first team selections as Hayden Ward of Canton gets the honor at 145. Carter Root of Athens at 152. Bryant Green of Tawanda at 160 and Riley Parker of Canton at 172. They were all state qualifiers. Congratulations to them on their first team selections. At the back end of the first team selections, you've got Mason Woodward of Troy. He gets the honor at 189 and then rounding out the lineup with two state qualifiers as well with Nick Woodruff of Wyalusing at 215 and Cade Sotolano of Williamson getting the honor at 285 pounds. On to the second team selections where we get Connor Kerr of Troy. He gets the honor at 106. Kale Wagner of North Penn Liberty gets it at 113. Kenyon Slater of Troy at 120. 145 will be his teammate Jacob Hinman of Troy. Bailey Ferguson of Canton gets the second team honor at 152. His teammate Brennan Taylor of Canton gets the honor at 160. Cohen Lehman, North Penn Liberty, the state qualifier. He gets the honor as the second team selection for 172 pounds. At 189 pounds, Gavin Sexauer of North Penn Liberty and Alex Hunsinger of Wyalusing. At 215 pounds, Mike Sips of Williamson, also a state qualifier. He gets the second team selection there. And at 285 pounds, that honor will be shared by Josh Nittinger of Athens and Mason Nelson of Canton for the second team selection. So congratulations to all of our NTL Wrestling All-Stars for this season. 
I got to tell you, uh, from the sectional tournament on, it was just an absolute uh, awesome sight through the postseason. And then to be able to take 11 area wrestlers uh, down to the state tournament this year, it was an absolute blast to cover. I mean, I've got a lot of great memories that I'm going to take uh, out of that state tournament. Now, a lot of people are uh, asking me all the time, they're like, what was your favorite moment about states? You know, And I got to tell you, as much as it was awesome to see uh, Gavin Brown Bradley of Athens win that state championship. My ultimate favorite moment uh, of the state tournament, believe it or not, was actually uh, Bryant Green of Tawanda. His seventh place match where he's trailing 11-3 to late, locks the headlock, drops the kid to the mat, comes away with the fall. And for the Tawanda senior who's worked so hard over these last few years to come away uh, with a wonderful staple victory there at the end, come home with that seventh place state medal, got to tell you, you really got to like uh, you know, a, a memory like that, and it was just uh, you know one of my favorite moments and uh, my favorite action to call as well. Uh, during the state tournament uh, down in Hershey. So that was definitely uh, a lot of fun for me, and uh, I know a lot of the area wrestlers there uh, enjoyed the state tournament as well. So uh, glad to be able to uh, say the wrestling season uh, had you know uh, its fair share of drama, fun, and excitement, and uh, I'll definitely be looking forward to uh, fast-forwarding the calendar and getting ready for uh, more great wrestling action uh, once the season rolls around again uh, coming up here in, uh, what, probably two hundred and some days so but I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the spring weather first and then uh, I'll worry about wrestling again but this was definitely a great wrestling season and what I love about it the most is the fact that uh, you know we're gonna have a lot of great uh, wrestlers coming back next year as well a lot of underclassmen and uh, a lot of juniors coming back for next year too so that's definitely going to be uh, quite a lot of fun for that all right so now that I've given you the NTL wrestling all-star selections I feel like it's only appropriate that we actually sit down and talk with one of of those wrestlers who highlighted the NTL All-Star selections. That, of course, being first-team selection, 215-pounder from Wyalusing, Nick Woodruff. We'll sit down. We'll talk with Nick about his senior season and more coming up. So stick around. We talk with him next on the 75th edition of the NTL Now podcast after this timeout. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. All right, we are back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Of course, we were just talking about the NTL uh, First Team Wrestling All-Stars, and this week on the 75th edition of the podcast, it gives me great pleasure now to welcome in one of those First Team All-Stars, 215-pound senior from Wyalusing, Nick Woodruff, and a state place winner as well. Nick, thanks so much for taking some time this week, buddy. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, Nick, so, I mean, uh, kind of uh, before, 
before we get into how the uh, season unfolded for you, uh, I mean, when you look back on it, did this season even uh, surpass uh, anything you could have thought it was going to be? Yeah, you know, I didn't expect that much out of this season. But I'm happy how it ended. So when you look back on it and, you know, you're, you're getting pumped and ready for the wrestling season in general. I mean, what were some things, you know, that uh, you and the coaches were talking about, uh, you know, to kind of get yourself motivated and ready for this season? Just go into it with an open mindset and just do my thing and everything would turn out good. So, of course, you know, you, you kind of get rolling with the season. And I think you ripped off, like, uh, what, maybe uh, four or five matches to start the year. Didn't even really uh, face defeat, I don't think, until uh, the Excalibur tournament. Uh, you know, was that kind of a tournament that you were uh, really excited for because you knew there was going to be some tough competition? You'd kind of get an idea of, uh, you know, kind of where you were uh, stylistically. Not only that, but, you know, also uh, where you wanted the season to be. Yeah, I mean, it was a new tournament. It changed the schedule since we dropped Kiwanis this year. Good to see test where I was at and see the other competition out there. I was happy with that tournament. Uh, my quarterfinals match didn't go the way I wanted it, but I was still happy with third place. I mean, you still wound up uh, having a great regular season regardless. I mean, through all in all, I mean, you ended up 35-1 and before you headed to Hershey, of course. Obviously, you added in uh, a sectional championship uh, at 215 pounds. Uh, districts and regionals, though, I mean, uh, two back-to-back -back matchups uh, with uh, Mount Carmel's uh, Damon Backus. I mean, both of those matchups, uh, very, uh, you know, interesting. I mean, you, you had a pretty good run through the district matchup, but uh, he came with uh, a little bit of a different game plan for regionals I mean were you getting a little frustrated there because I mean he seemed to like really want to keep you grounded in that regional final yeah you know our styles didn't really match up the greatest I mean I like to put points on the board and score and he's more of like a heavyweight style wrestler just keeps it close I mean he really liked to hang out in those ties and they're hard to break but you know I got to my offense where it needed to be get got to and I think that was a difference in the match. You know, you mentioned different styles, and I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, I think what made you have such a great season uh, was, you know, your length. I think, you know, just the fact that, you know, a lot of the kids who are at that weight class, you know, have to uh, basically come to you because you are so long and lanky uh, really gave you a, a bit of an advantage this year. I mean, did, did you kind of see that and feel that as well as the season was going on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my length has always been an advantage. I've always been this tall. I mean, coming up from 152 was a big advantage, too. I mean, I wrestle like a middleweight, and a lot of those uh, heavier weights can't keep up with that. So I definitely used that to get where I did. Now, I'm curious because, you know, as the regular season was going on, I mean, you weren't weighing in at 215. I mean, I saw some weigh-in sheets where you were more like maybe 207, 208. As the postseason was getting there, I mean, did you find yourself uh, wanting to, you know, bulk up uh, to be closer to that 215 mark, knowing that, you know, as the postseason dragged on, you know, you were going to have guys who were going to, you know, you were going to need like that extra five, maybe six pounds? Um, yeah, I mean, after football season, I think I weighed like 195, so I had to bulk up a little more just to get to that 207 mark. But, um, yeah, I wanted every advantage I could get and putting on weight was one of those. So that was definitely something I wanted to get up there. All right, so now, you know, you get through districts and regionals. Uh, you've got uh, the three uh, championships, including sectionals, now in your back pocket. You're heading to the state tournament at the Giants Center. You know, you're one of the top regional seeds. Uh, what are you and, uh, you know, Coach Earl kind of discussing here as, uh, you know, you're prepping for the week before you uh, make that trip to Hershey? I was just focusing on what I do and what I do best, and 
try to make as perfect as I could. And, you know, just go down there with an open mindset. Don't let anything get to me. Just what I did. All right, so now we line it up. Uh, you know, the state tournament uh, is beginning actually here, you know, uh, as the tournament goes. Uh, you actually get uh, a pretty decent uh, matchup to start uh, with Matt Frame from Northern Lehigh. Uh, a nice uh, win for you there as you win that first match by fall. I mean, you get that first fall out of the way. It's got to feel good. I mean, you got to feel pretty uh, jacked up now as you uh, advance on to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely a solid wrestler. I mean, I, I think he got the first takedown in that match things in perspective like everyone's down there to wrestle you know I had to go out there harder than I did so now you get uh, on to the quarterfinals and you know uh, Nick I think this is the one where you know you probably look back on and think man I, I just I, I don't know what happened or you know what was going on but I mean you got in that uh, matchup with Rafferty in the quarterfinals and uh, you know Nick th there have been very few times this year where I think I've seen anybody who could take a hold of you and not only, you know, keep you down, but also, you know, manage to score points as well. I mean, that that one had to have been probably the one that uh, was the most frustrating, I would think. Yeah, that one was definitely a heartbreaker. I mean, I went out there, I think I took him down within 10 seconds, and it just went downhill from there. But I feel like I gave him most of the points he scored. I didn't keep good position, you know. I just stopped wrestling, didn't wrestle through. I just didn't go out there and perform like I should have. You know, and for, for anyone who's never been, you know, in that scenario and for wrestlers who, you know, may be looking at a potential, uh, you know, state qualifying at a later date and time. I mean, what is it, you know, about, uh, you know, the state tournament at Hershey that kind of gets uh, the juices going or whatever? I mean, do you find yourself uh, thinking to yourself, man, you know, it's just another day or, you know, are you thinking, man, you know, this is there's pressure to perform here? I grew up going down there every year to watch everyone, so just to be able to have the chance to wrestle this year, it was definitely nerve-wracking. It definitely got to me a little bit, especially in that quarters match, but it is what it is. I mean, nerves always get to you. just got to push through them, perform. And, of course, you know, as uh, things would have it and uh, fate would have it, you'd actually battle back well, though, through the consolations. You get to uh, that consolation final matchup. You come away uh, with a 4-2 decision in sudden victory. You come home with the third-place medal. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, everybody wants to come home with state gold. Only one person's coming home with that. Uh, when you look at it overall, I mean, uh, can you look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, it was a great experience in my life. You know, it's something that I'm always going to take with me. And I went out there and, uh, you know, gave it all I had for the experience that I had. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely proud of myself. Third's a big deal, especially when you lose that early in the championship bracket to wrestle that many back. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely happy with how I ended my career. And, yeah, I couldn't ask for anything more. So, Nick, you know, now that, uh, you know, the high school wrestling season's over, I mean, uh, have you put thought into, you know, what the what the future might hold? I mean, is there a school or two out there, you know, maybe interested in seeing you uh, come to the mat collegiately? Is, is that something that even, uh, you know, you're looking at to potentially pursue? Yeah, it's definitely up in the air right now. Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I definitely see myself wrestling in college. It's just finding the right fit for me right now. Hey, that's definitely something that, uh, you know, you want to make sure you make the right choice of for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, kind of a recap, you know, the, the whole season for me in a nutshell. I mean, how much did it mean to you, you know, to be able to kind of get past all of the, uh, the COVID restrictions and stuff for this year and, and have that Y-Losing gymnasium packed again with Rams fans uh, jacked up for wrestling? 
Yeah, it was definitely weird last year not having uh, the crowd in the gym. I mean, it's always loud. It's always packed, especially not having my family there. You know, they came to everything through my high school career. So it was definitely great to have that atmosphere back in the gym this year. And with the team, it was just great. Of course, you know, why losing such a storied program uh, when it comes to wrestling? I mean, is this, you know, season for you individually, uh, you know, kind of going to be, you know, that great greatest memory that you take with you? Is there something maybe, you know, from, uh, you know, your past years uh, early on with uh, maybe, you know, like when you were a freshman or sophomore uh, as part of the Rams uh, uh, program early on? I mean, what, what do you find is your uh, great memory, you know, from why losing wrestling? You know, this season was definitely probably that great memory i mean i achieved way more than i thought i was going to i dominated way more than i thought i was going to i mean it was just a great season overall well nick i mean obviously you know you put a lot of effort into it uh you know to be able to go uh from a middleweight last year to an upper weight this year obviously you put in the work uh the dedication and uh, i'm just excited to see you know how much it paid off for you to be able to be a sectional district regional champ and then of course uh, a state third place finisher as well uh, i mean it just uh, it's just an awesome uh, thing to uh, witness you know a senior athlete uh get that great performance uh, to end the wrestling career for sure but congratulations Congratulations on being uh, nominated to the first team as well. Uh, you know, how does that make you feel knowing that, you know, that the uh, coaches and peers uh, really thought that much of you this year uh, to uh, put you on the first team all-star selections, even though, I mean, it seemed like a slam dunk given the fact you came home with a state medal. Yeah. I mean, it feels good to have the coaches recognize all I've done this year. So yeah, it feels good. Something I notice about, uh, you know, covering, you know, all these tournaments and such, there really seems to be uh, a bond in the wrestling sport that there just can't be uh, translated. I mean, is that just because, you know, all you guys, you know, no matter what school you go to, you're basically bonded, you know, from the uh, from the youth mat men time all the way up through. I mean, kind of, uh, you know, give me your uh, opinion here on why wrestling is such a special sport. Yeah, I mean, everyone goes out there with the same goal. I mean, we all want to be great. I mean, a lot of us all practice together during the off season too, so we build bonds other ways. I mean, when we step on the mat, we're competitors, but off the mat, we're friends, so it's really a great sport. First team all-star, Nick Woodruff from the Wyalusing Rams. Nick, again, as I said, congratulations to you on the all-star selection. Congratulations on a great senior year and, of course, ending it with the state third-place finish. And, uh, Nick, thanks so much for taking some time this week here on the NTL Podcast. Thanks for having me. Wyalusing area wrestler Nick Woodruff with us here on the NTL Now Podcast this week. Big thanks to him for joining us as well. Time now to take a quick shift in gears. We're going to take a quick timeout, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Athens Area Athletic Director J.B. Sullivan as well as a District 4 and NTL basketball official and, of course, now bestowed the honor of officiating a state championship basketball game later this week as well. We'll catch up with J.B. Get some thoughts from him on that and officiating in general. That all comes your way next after this timeout as the 75th edition of the NTL Now podcast continues after this. The best way to find the right college for you is to experience campus in person. Visit Mansfield University and see why students choose to live and learn on our beautiful campus. Surrounded by endless adventure, meet the faculty and current students. Connect with your personal admissions representative and tour campus, including our on-campus residence halls, named top 10 best dorms in the country. Schedule your visit today at mansfield.edu visit. 
You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit MaxDrivingAcademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. Glad to be back here this week on the NTL Now podcast. And of course, as always, uh, happy to have all kinds of guests join us here. Now, normally we are on the student athlete and uh, coach grind, but this week we decided, you know what, uh, we've got some honors going on. So uh, we're going to flip it up a little bit. And it gives me great pleasure this week to welcome in not only Northern Tier League official and uh, District 4 official, but also uh, Athens Area Athletic Director as well, Jay. JB Sullivan. JB, good to catch up with you, my man. Good to be here, Shane. Thanks for having me. All right, JB. So, uh, you know, we got a lot of things that uh, we want to talk about here, but I mean, what a great winter sports season uh, for the Wildcat uh, country overall. I mean, you had girls basketball, boys basketball, wrestling as well. I mean, you got to be just as happy as can be uh, as the athletic director for Athens. Oh, yes, Shane. It was tremendous for sure. We also, our boys and girls swimming teams, which uh, a lot of times don't get a lot of notoriety, had an outstanding year. Our boys finished third in the district championship. Our girls finished fourth. We had many individual medalists and relays. In fact, our boys, four-by-one relay team, finished one spot from going to the state championships at Bucknell. So they are really outstanding athletes and um, should get more credit for what they do. They really do an awesome job. Um, besides what you mentioned, Don, we also had a unified bocce team. Uh, the NTL has now started with some uh, unified bocce, which is a great thing that we're doing. And we played in the championships over at Mansfield. We lost to the host school. Mansfield ended up winning the league in bocce, and they're going to go to the state tournament. But that was cool. Our girls' basketball team won 16 games, made the NTL showdown final, lost a real tough game by three points in districts, but had an outstanding year with Coach Miller. And our boys' basketball team, they did tremendous, won our first state playoff game in 66 years, won the NTL showdown, made the District 4A final, and uh, again, won the state game, just lost to Archbishop Carroll, who was just still playing on Monday, their last Friday. So they had a wonderful year, and uh, our wrestling team um, had a great year. We had two state qualifiers, Carter Rood and Gavin Bradley, a state champion. I hope everyone got to see Gavin's state championship match down in Hershey, one of my favorite of all time in the celebration after. So, uh, yeah, it was a great, great winter season, and we're looking forward to uh, spring sports kicking off on Friday. We have baseball, softball at Athens against Kalineski Valley. Should be good games, and uh, track season start next week. So, yeah, absolutely, Shane. Thank you. I'll tell you what, man. You know, I'm glad you touched on uh, the swimming aspect and the bocce aspect as well. Now, I'm going to leave it up to you, but uh, hey, anytime, you know, your, your swim coach uh, wants a little spot here, that's definitely uh, workable as well. And actually, uh, you know, been uh, in the back channels of uh, doing some bocce here on the podcast, too. So definitely looking forward to talking more about that, those uh, sports as well coming up here as the podcast uh, episodes continue. 
But you know what? Uh, we need to turn the focus to you, my man, because uh, obviously, you know, it was a busy uh, winter sports season for you as well. I mean, uh, all the games that, uh, you know, you are out uh, officiating for basketball. But, uh, you know, a great honor bestowed upon you this week as you were notified that, uh, you know, you're going to actually have the opportunity to once again go back to the Giant Center again for some state championship basketball. JB, kind of, uh, you know, tell us about, uh, you know, your appointment to uh, being a part of the uh, state basketball championships and uh, who are you going to get the opportunity to, to uh, see and officiate? Yes, it was it was an exciting day for sure yesterday. It's my, I got the uh, 2A boys final, which is Constitution, which is a private school from Philadelphia, versus Our Lady of Sacred Hearts, which is a private school from Pittsburgh. And uh, they have, like, one of the longest winning streaks in the nation. So I'm working the game with my great friend Jeff Carr and a man from Berwick named John McDaniel. So uh, it's certainly exciting. Uh, my wife uh, refereed Colleen Sullivan, refereed the uh, 3A state championship back in 2018. So I'm actually the second person uh, in my household to a referee a state final. And also from the NTL, Larry Otis and Krista Andrews have recently officiated a state final. So it's a uh, for our entire Northern Tier League chapter of officials to uh, to get something like this. But it's certainly uh, exciting for myself personally and for our and for our chapter. So um, I'm looking forward to it. All right. So, you know, that kind of was actually going to be, uh, you know, one of my questions, whether or not, you know, this was your first state championship to officiate. So, uh, you know, you actually uh, answered that one for me. But I'm curious, you know, JB, how long have you been on this uh, officiating road uh, for basketball uh, in your career? This is my 17th year as a basketball official. I started in uh, October 2005. So it's been a great ride for sure. I mean, a lot of people that I have to thank. Um, first and foremost, of course, uh, my wife and my son, who uh, the, my son is five. He certainly puts up with a lot during basketball season. And I have to invite or uh, thank my parents, who I certainly could not do without John and Chris Sullivan, who, uh, you know, watch my son, our son, Tommy, all the time when we're refing, And also my in-laws, Jerry and Nancy Devine, who do the same. So it's uh, without that kind of support. We wouldn't be able to go out and do what we do. Uh, my wife and I both love to officiate, so it's it's great to have that kind of support system. So, but uh, 17 years, Shane, 17 years. You know, and I'm curious because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, me being on the sports broadcasting world, obviously, you know, we've kind of run the same paths here and kind of seen how, you know, the game of basketball has uh, evolved over the years. I mean, are you, you know, as an official, like, do you see like a change in the game, you know, from when you started to now, you know, is the game a little quicker to you now? I mean, watching, you know, how much uh, teams like to get up and down the floor? Every year I get one year older and the players I'm officiating stay the same age. So it's, uh, it's, it does seem faster for, for sure. And the plays happen quickly and uh, you got to make judgments quickly. So it's certainly a challenge. Um, different styles, some teams stylistically are, you know, play a faster pace and some are, you know, a slower pace. But I definitely think that the league um, was strong this year, really had a good representation, did well in districts on both the boys and girls side. And um, the NTL, you know, refing big games in the NTL is always is always a joy. And why you do it, you know, for the kids and those experiences that they have, because I can remember even back when I played how important it was to me. So you try to treat every game with that respect. And yes, of course, sometimes they're hard to keep up with because they are 18 years old and move quickly. 
All right, now you mentioned the game that you're going to have, of course, uh, you know, with uh, Sacred Heart Constitution. I've had the opportunity to see Constitution a few times against uh, some area teams in the state playoffs. I know what that team's going to bring to the table. Obviously, you know, this is a new challenge, a whole new atmosphere as far as you and uh, what Jeff, what you and Jeff, I should say, uh, are going to see coming up uh, later on this week. Uh, You know, do you, you know, have like a, a conference call, something like between the three of you? Do you have a little time? to, to kind of like watch some film to kind of see what these two schools are about to, uh, you know, kind of maybe learn some tendencies and such to kind of help you get it ready for uh, this matchup later this week? Yeah, I mean, before every game that you officiate, you have a pregame conference and you, do, you go over basically what you're, what you're hoping to accomplish out there. Any referee's goal is to go unnoticed during the game and force the rules of the game without interjecting themselves into the game and, um, you know, give each, each team a fair chance to win keep the players safe. So that's going to be our goal while it is a state final, same as a first game of a tip-off tournament. You know, you just work the game the same way. That that part doesn't change. So, yeah, controlling your emotions, your nerves, the atmosphere of the game, that'll certainly be a challenge. But you go in there, once the ball goes up in the air, then hopefully it's just business as usual. You're just doing your best to to officiate the game as you see it. So that's our goal. Fortunately for me, I've had so many good mentors, good training over the years. Um, people who I've looked up to, Danny Thomas, Tim May, um, Jack Carr, so many of the guys that, uh, guys and girls that I work with now, Tim Burke, um, all the Shaws, Mike Wells, all these guys who uh, have all been mentors and friends to myself. And um, so you just rely on on your training and your experience and hope that it serves you well, even at a, even at a venue like that. So, you know, I'm curious now, uh, you know, that you've pretty much got kind of the, the mental aspect of it, you know, pretty much pieced in your mind. Uh, you know, but uh, let's be real. I mean, uh, you know, the, the human side of you, I mean, there's just uh, like a, an excited part to, uh, you know, finally get the call to be uh, on the giant center floor and, uh, you know, get the opportunity uh, to be a part of, uh, you know, a couple of Pennsylvania's uh, state finals, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was a great thrill for sure. Um I thought a lot about my grandpa. He was an official for a long time, and uh, one of the reasons why I got into officiating. There's definitely an excitement and an anticipation. I'm looking forward to Friday at 2.30 when the ball does go up because, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is something that you think about a lot, and it has been a goal for a long time to try to uh, accomplish it, and uh, um, especially having someone already worked it in the house that, uh, you know, puts a little more uh, – uh, a cherry on top per se. So it's certainly been a goal of mine and uh, very happy and excited to get down there and work the game. So, you know, but, I mean, from that aspect, I mean, Colleen's got to be giving you pointers, right? I mean, she's got to kind of be, uh, you know, telling you, okay, you're going to go in, you know, just kind of be relaxed, this and that. She's got to be pumping you up, right? There's no doubt. Everyone in our referee chapter can attest that she certainly does give me pointers. We had a call. We worked a game together in Twanda earlier in the year, and I was the trail official and she was the C. And it was a, a pass back towards midcourt. And then the ball ended up going into the backcourt. And I blew my whistle for a back, which I thought was a backcourt. And then she came and blew her whistle and told me that it was tipped. Everyone laughed and said, yeah, I'm certainly going to back down in that situation. But uh, Colleen is a fantastic official. And, uh, and uh, we, we certainly enjoy doing this together. 
Hey, you got to love uh, having that type of aspect as well, you know, when it comes to the officiating aspect of things. But, you know, uh, before we get you out of here, JB, obviously, you know, in today's world, uh, officiating has become a crucial part across the landscape of sports. Uh, you, you know, are somebody who uh, officiates multiple sports. You know that there is uh, such a need for that. Uh, what, what advice would you give to somebody maybe who's out there right now thinking, you know, I'd like to give it a try, you know, no matter what the sport is and uh, encourage them to maybe uh, get out there and uh, you know take the test and uh, become an official yeah that's an outstanding point Shane there is a great shortage for officials across all sports Um, we need them obviously we can't play we can't play games without officials so my advice would be and we're gonna we're talking about starting a program where we go around to the different high schools and try to encourage people who have an interest in sports like I did all those years ago to go out and give it a try. Um, We'll set you up with games that are, you know, at lower level games where you start and also try to have a mentorship where people can help you. It's, when you're when you're young and when you first start officiating is very difficult and it especially is difficult at that time so getting people to start and stick with it is the time this so i would encourage people to give it a chance go to piaa.org there's a tab that says become an official i'd also encourage you know all spectators everyone associated with the game to treat officials with respect i think we do a good job of that in the ntl um so to make sure that we treating our officials uh, appropriately and so that we can retain them. But uh, anyone who has an interest, feel free to reach out to me, call me. I'd be happy to provide guidance for anyone. And I know the other officials that are in our chapter, basketball, soccer, the sports that I do not work feel would do the same. It's the relationships are great. You make lifelong friends and you get to, uh, you know, do a physical activity and stay part of a, part of sports which we all love and enjoy so it is a it's certainly a great a great hobby a great craft to be part of and um if you have an interest just give take her take a leap of faith and give it a try that'd be my that'd be my advice I love it. J.B. Sullivan, uh, Athletic Director at Athens Area Schools, and of course, uh, one of the best when it comes to uh, officiating not only in the Northern Tier League, District 4, and now, of course, uh, through the PIAA as well, uh, getting the state opportunity coming up later this week. J.B., enjoy the experience, my friend. I'm sure it's going to be a great ball game to call, and uh, I'm sure this is a great honor for you. Uh, Enjoy the fun times in Hershey yet again, and uh, best of luck to uh, you and Jeff along the way, and uh, go have a great game Friday. Thanks so much, Shane. Truly appreciate it. I also appreciate all the coverage you and Wiggle do for all our NTL athletes, especially the Athens Wildcats. So thanks a lot, my man. Keep up the good work. That guy is too kind for sure. And a big thank you again to J.B. Sullivan, Athens Area Athletic Director, and of course, District 4 NTL basketball official as well. And good luck to him and area official Jeff Carr this week as they head down to the Giant Center in Hershey for state championship officiating. Great honor uh, for a couple of great NTL officials and uh, always glad to uh, catch up with J.B. But definitely, folks, uh, if you missed out on that last part or just need uh, the info again, uh, as J.B. 
JB said, yes, if you have ever thought about potentially becoming an official, well, now is the time to definitely think about it because, hey, there is a shortage all across the board. Just go to PIAA.org and go ahead and uh, click on the Become an Official uh, icon and badge and banner and stuff and uh, learn how you can become an official. And it doesn't matter what sport, uh, PIAA, definitely uh, looking for it. And it's, it's a great way, uh, you know, for a young person, I think, you know, if you're looking for, you know, just uh, a few extra dollars here and there for your gas tank, you know, college students galore. I mean, uh, you know, if you've got a free Friday night in the dorm, you know, you don't want to sit around, get on out and uh, be an official. So just, uh, you know, something to keep in the back of your heads. But again, uh, PIAA.org, again, the website to go and check that out. All right. So again, as I said, big thanks to JB. And of course, big thanks to Nick Woodruff from Y Losing Area High School from earlier uh, for joining us this week. But we've got one more guest here on the podcast to round out this week's edition. We're going to talk with one of the stellar senior female athletes uh, this year here in the Northern Tier League, that being Maisie Newber from Northeast Bradford. Big thanks to her for uh, taking some time to catch up this week. We're going to talk with her coming up after this final timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton is your one-stop shop for clothing and apparel. Whether it's t-shirts, hats, sweatpants, sweatshirts, jewelry, or blankets, they can personalize or customize just about anything. If your school, club, or sports league is planning a fundraiser, call Thompson Sports and Apparel and see how they can help at 570-673-3655. That's Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5, and Saturdays 9 to 1. Time to talk some Northern Tier League girls basketball and, of course, some NTL softball as well with our final interview here on the podcast this week as we welcome in a senior athlete from the Northeast Bradford School District. Welcome in Lady Panther, senior Maisie Newber. Maisie, so glad to catch up with you finally here on the podcast. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me. All right, Maisie. So, I mean, we'll get into some spring sport talk in a little bit, but obviously, you know, you just wrapped up a fantastic senior season for basketball. I mean, kind of, uh, you know, give me your thoughts on, uh, you know, how that senior season went uh, through your eyes. Honestly, I can't think of like a better way to end my high school career. I hit so many milestones and I was able to be coached by one of my favorite coaches I've ever had and play with the best group of girls I could ever be with. Now, of course, you know, you run into a little bit of a stumble towards the end of the year. Obviously, you know, you have that ankle injury, but, you know, you did come back, you know, for those final two playoff games. You know, I got to tell you, was there a part of you who, you know, didn't feel 100% healthy, but, you know, just really wanted to rush back because you wanted to be there for your teammates? Or, you know, was that a part of you just saying, you know what, I'm as good as I'm going to be. I need to be out there. Um, so when it actually happened, it definitely hurt really bad, and I wasn't able to practice the whole part of that week, and then I obviously missed the Athens and Muncie game. And I kind of really forced myself to play in the Southern Columbia game. I wasn't even cleared to play until that morning, so I hadn't been to like really any practices. I did some light jogging and exercises right before the game. So I just kind of like was thrown into that game, basically. Um, I didn't play my best, but I hadn't really done anything in a week and a half, so I guess I can't be too mad. But I definitely wasn't 100%, but I definitely played a lot better during the Mount Carmel game. So I guess I'm pretty happy with my performance regarding what had happened in the previous couple weeks. 
Hey, you know what? Uh, for you to go out there and uh, you know just show your teammates that you know you were willing to be there for them. I mean, that's just kind of uh, I, I want to say, I guess, almost like an homage to like how your entire high school career has been. Because I mean, obviously, uh, you know, for, just with talking, you know, with some of your peers, uh, you know, uh, teammates and stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, you've been uh, kind of like that role model teammate, which has been awesome. So you know, I mean, now that like you, you've wrapped up your high school basketball career, obviously, you know, you got the one thousand point mark. I mean, uh, how much does that mean to you to leave, you know, that type of a legacy uh, for the uh, Northeast Bradford basketball program? It feels amazing because when I was a freshman, I was honestly just happy to, like, be out on the floor and playing with the older girls, just getting varsity minutes. And I was able – I earned my starting spot when I was a sophomore. And after that season, I kind of sat down with my coaches, and they kind of told me, like, if you're up, keep going at the pace you're at, you could hit a 1,000. And that's kind of when it really – sparked a fire inside of me I just I don't know I was like on a mission I guess and that's just really what I wanted to do I wanted to leave my name at that school so people remember me you know, what I think is awesome is, you know, it's not just the fact that, you know, you went out there and did it, but, you know, you, you left kind of a, a mark as like a player to be, I guess I want to say with, I don't want to say reckoned with, but, you know, a player that, you know, the opposition respects. I mean, obviously, you know, throughout this season and in different uh, podcast episodes, I've had the opportunity, you know, to talk with uh, Williamson girls basketball coach Marissa Allen, uh, you know, obviously a uh, player for Tawanda Page Manchester, got the chance to talk to her, you know. And when they talked about, you know, fierce competitors, uh, just really good overall players to, you know, focus on in the league, uh, your name has come up in multiple conversations. So, I mean, to have that, uh, you know, kind of uh, be, be mentioned, you know, through through the competition, you know, to, to have earned that type of respect, you know, in a competitive way. I mean, what's that mean to you as well? It's I don't even know. It's like what I actually listened to those podcasts and it almost left me speechless because. It's hard for me to see myself like that, but then when other people say that about me, it kind of makes it true, I guess. But um, I don't know. It's just kind of incredible because I don't really see that in myself, but other people see that in me, so that gives me confidence. It's just like when I was listening to those episodes, it just kind of like left me in shock. But I'm glad I can be that person, I guess, because I work really hard. So for other people to see how hard I've worked and how it pays off for me, it's really just like an amazing accomplishment for myself like in like an own goal I guess now, I'm really curious because I haven't had the opportunity uh, to sit down and talk with Coach Beebe at all. But, you know, obviously, you know, he definitely does a lot to get, uh, you know, the most out of his program, out of his teams, you know, whenever they step out onto the court. You know, as a player now who's, you know, played for Coach Beebe in multiple years, uh, kind of, uh, you know, talk about him and what it is, you know, that he means to that Northeast Bradford girls basketball program. When he came in my sophomore year, he kind of, you, like, you could tell he knew what he was doing. He, every drill that we do in practice, whether how silly it seems or whether it's laid back or super intense, it always has something to do with what we need to accomplish in a game. And he's usually pretty good about incorporating um, competitiveness within the game or um, team unity. So while we're competing against each other, we also have to pick each other up. And we definitely do that on the basketball court which is I feel like one of our stronger aspects and I also feel like we're pretty good at communicating and that's another thing he's been very prominent about in the last three years that he's been there so I think he's doing a really good job and I've really enjoyed having him as a coach. 
you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing how the uh, Northeast Bradford girls program evolves now uh, as, you know, he keeps uh, implementing his mark on that program. But, you know, that's uh, the winter sports season. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely uh, look forward to seeing that uh, turn the clock uh, into next year. But now, uh, you know, I want to fast forward because we are heading into spring sports. Obviously, you know, you are a multiple sport athlete. And, uh, you know, before uh, we talk about softball, obviously, you know, for what folks uh, might not know, uh, you know, you are uh, or were a member, obviously, of the uh, girls soccer program, too. And, uh, you know, you were very instrumental in uh, a fundraiser this fall uh, for the soccer time. And, uh, you know, we always talk about like kids can't fight cancer alone. Uh, you definitely stepped up and uh, were a part of a big fundraiser for that this fall, too. Yeah, that was one of my National Honor Society projects. Um, I did a pink out, yellow out game for um, my soccer team. So I did a basket raffle and... Um, I think I only did a basket raffle, actually, and a bake sale to raise money for Kids Can't Fight Cancer Alone. That's pretty awesome, you know, and uh, just, you know, little things like that, I think, need to be, uh, I guess, uh, I want to say... Uh Oh, man, I'm the one who's stumbling over words here. But, you know, yeah, they're, they're ones that need to be, uh, I guess, recognized. There you go. That's the one. See, I'm, I'm the one doing the interview sometimes, Maisie, and that even happens to me. So, I mean, yeah. it, you know, it, it just kind of works out like that. But, yeah, so, uh, yes, kudos, uh, you know, for the fundraiser back in the fall. But now, as I said, you know, let's move forward here. Let's get into spring sports. You've got uh, Northeast Bradford girls uh, softball coming up here as the season is slated to start here in just a few short days. So uh, kind of give me the... The amazing Nuber outlook here on the Lady Panthers. I mean, you got to feel pretty good. You got a good core of that team coming back this year. I do. I'm really excited for this season. Um, it's been a pretty difficult to get outside lately with the weather being kind of on and off, but we've been outside for the last four practices, and everybody's working really hard, and um, I'm just really excited to start playing games because everyone seems to be pretty dedicated at this point, and we have a lot of talented athletes on our team, like, that also play multiple sports like I do. So we're definitely very athletic, and I think we'll be able to com be very competitive. Now, you know, obviously everybody knows who's in the realm of NTL sports, the tradition that goes with playing softball at Northeast Bradford. I mean, there, there's just a legacy there uh, as far as, you know, to me, as far as, you know, it's basically expected, you know, that when, you know, you come to Northeast Bradford to play softball, you know, that, you know, the standard is set pretty high, you know, from not only, you know, your group, but also groups uh, that have played before you. I mean, does that, uh, you know, ramp up the pressure to play uh, at at a very high level or you know do you just kind of uh, embrace it now and just say you know what listen we're lady panthers we have to go out and, and we know what's expected of us i definitely think we embrace it even if there's not like a huge crowd especially at home which we usually have a pretty decent crowd especially for outside softball games everyone is always cheering and is being super positive and picking everyone up so i almost feel like our team sets the intensity of the game so if we're up and we're winning, then we're going to definitely just going to keep going for it, I guess. So I definitely think we embrace the pressure, if that's what you want to call it. So, you know, it's interesting because, you know, now, uh, you know, you're playing actually for your second coach because I believe you, you had Coach Hennup to start your career. And now you're uh, into, you know, your senior year, obviously Coach Franklin taking over last year. I mean, what's it been like, you know, playing for both of those guys? Obviously, you know, I had a long-standing uh, relationship with Coach Hennup. Definitely loved, you know, being with him. But, you know, Coach Franklin, he seems like, you know, he kind of embodies that same type of, uh, you know, kind of spirit Coach Hennup had 
that where, you know, he's just very uh, trusting of his uh, team. And it looks like he really just lets you girls go out and, uh, you know, just kind of let the game come to you. He is. He's not very vocal, but when he has something to say, he'll say it. But I, between the two of them, they've taught me so much through not even just my high school career because I've had experience with them through Little League and um, travel as well. So they've both really helped me, and I know they've helped a lot of other players on our team. So I definitely think those two have definitely helped the development of our program and definitely our team this year. So, you know, as you look at this season upcoming, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I think on paper, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, sports people are going to look at your team and say, man, you guys have like such a good core back. Obviously, you know, you're going to be one of those favorites, uh, not only in the uh, large, the small, but overall, you know, the entire NTL. I mean, what's that uh, when you look at your team overall? I mean, do you see, you know, a lot of strengths? I mean, is there something in there that you think, you know, maybe uh, it's going to take a little bit of time to uh, improve upon as the season goes on we have a lot of freshmen on our team that we're definitely trying to incorporate into our lineup so if there's anything that's going to take a lot of time it'd definitely be like getting used to playing with all those girls since I've it's kind of like basketball I've been playing with the same group of girls my entire career so bringing in new people or taking people out is always difficult but I think definitely towards the middle of the season you'll see like that stout Northeast Bradford team that everybody always talks about. Definitely, because there's really no greater fan base, in my opinion, sometimes that, uh, you know, comes out and supports their team like uh, Lady Panthers softball when they are rolling for sure. But Maisie, you know, as we uh, continue on here, you know, I'm curious because obviously, you know, for your senior year of basketball, you had, uh, you know, the goal of a thousand points. What's something that, you know, you would like to see either for yourself or for your team here uh, in your senior season of softball? Uh, I don't really have any, like, Personal, I probably should have personal goals for softball, but I really don't. I just like to go out there and play. But I think for team, I definitely want to win NCL again and definitely go further into the state playoffs. Um, last year, we kind of got cut short because well, we lost first round. thought we were going to make it further, but hopefully we make a deeper run into states and um, do pretty well in NCL and district play as well. You know, obviously, you know, we've talked about, you know, you being a senior, but, you know, obviously you've got some senior teammates that, you know, and I'm sure all of you girls are looking forward to it. Uh, you know, do you and, you know, the rest of your senior teammates really look at this as like your season, your team and kind of embracing that leadership role? I definitely think we do, especially um, Emily. She is such an amazing person to play with. Like she, her leadership skills are just like, I can't, I, I don't know. It's like leaving me speechless right now. Her leadership skills are just amazing, and she's always so positive and picking people up. And Julia is just one of those role players that you can always kind of, like, turn to for advice. Or She's always just there to help you. And um, being able to play with them throughout my entire career has just been amazing, and I'm glad to finish it out with them this year. Uh, you've been very fortunate to have a very uh, positive, you know, p- parental supporting role as well. I mean, your dad's been right there with you alongside you, you know, through a lot of your softball and basketball days, either, you know, in the stands or on the sideline. Obviously, you know, your mom's been there to support you as well. I mean, talk about, you know, how much of, uh, you know, that type of influence, you know, uh, the parental support has factored into, you know, you having a successful career. Both of them have definitely just been amazing like I don't even know what to say my dad has probably taught me almost everything I know about every single sport I play and he's always there he's always like oh do you want to go 
hit some off the tee or do you want to go up in the barn and shoot some foul shots? So he's always just that person who I can turn to to look for for advice, and he's always there to help me. And my mom is just amazing. Like, she's amazing. She's always helped me through the mental part of the game because sometimes I struggle with, um, like, lacking self-confidence. So she usually is the one who to help pick me up with that, and both of them are just so supportive with every aspect of my life. So, Maisie, you know, now as you are, you know, getting ready to enter, you know, that final stretch of your senior season, obviously nothing that, you know, any senior athlete wants to think about, but obviously, you know, it's there. And then, of course, you know, you've got to think beyond uh, what high school is uh, going to be and obviously, you know, future days ahead. Uh, what's the what's the future looking like uh, for Maisie Newber? I mean, are you uh, contemplating, you know, potential athletics uh, on the college level? I mean, is there is there some discussion there for that? I am looking into playing basketball for Delaware Valley University because I'm committed there to go there in the fall for pre-professional animal science. And um, I've been talking back and forth with the basketball coach, and I think I'm going to be playing basketball there. Awesome. Well, that's going to be a fun uh, turn for you uh, for the uh, fall season. So, you know, I've always found it, uh, you know, seniors tend to relax a little bit more when they have a little bit more of a defined plan. So hopefully, you know, knowing you've already got that kind of uh, eased out should make things uh, a little easier for you here in the springtime season uh, for softball. And you can kind of just go out and uh, let it rip during softball season. But, you know, before we get you out of here this week, uh, I'm kind of curious, you know, if you could tell, uh, you know, the fans of North Northeast Bradford and those along the way who have uh, supported you, uh, you know, throughout uh, all of your athletics and such, uh, what would be a message you would leave uh, to the Northeast Bradford fans? Oh gosh. Thank you. Definitely isn't enough because all of like everyone for every single sport or academic help is just like our community here is just so great. I think it's just because we're so small. Everyone knows each other. Everyone goes to everything and you're just always there to support everyone. So I guess, A simple thank you definitely wouldn't be enough, but I guess I can't think of anything else right now. Hey, that's okay, because uh, I'm sure you know, you'll know you have uh, plenty of other chances uh, to give some speeches like this at uh, probably some award ceremonies and uh, other events as well. So uh, you know, just a, a simple thank you here on the podcast, I'm sure, will go a long ways to those who are listening. But Maisie, uh, again, want to thank you for taking some time this week here to join me on the podcast. I know, you know our schedules were kind of off-kilter. You obviously busy playing basketball, me driving around all over the uh, area, you know, trying to cover district basketball, and of course state wrestling and such so i'm glad we were able to take some time this week and finally catch up and uh Maisie, you know i just got to tell you for the record uh you know you've been a pleasure to interview here this week uh, you know a lot of great information and of course you know obviously uh, you've been a very well respected athlete uh, throughout the ntl as well and uh, good luck to you and of course uh, the lady panthers as well as you get ready for this senior campaign to softball thank you i appreciate it Big thanks again to Northeast Bradford senior athlete Maisie Newber for sitting down this week on the podcast as well as NTL wrestler, first team all-star and state uh, place winner Nick Woodruff from the Wyalusing Rams as well and of course Athens area athletic director J.B. Sullivan who of course will be venturing off to enjoy uh, some state championship officiating coming up later this week as well so a big thanks to all the guests for taking some time this week folks again uh, want to remind you give us a like as well on our uh, social media platforms Facebook Instagram NTL Now Podcast and of course find us on Twitter as well 
by searching at NTL Now Pod and uh, give us a follow there too. Okay, so spring sports are on the horizon. Radio time is cranking up. Baseball softball coverage coming up for you this spring on the True Oldies channel, 99.9 FM, of course, AM 1310 as well. And you can find us uh, online at oldies99fm.com and, of course, also going uh, to the TuneIn radio app by searching WTZN. So that's coming up, our first broadcast, weather permitting, this Friday afternoon from East Troy as the Trojans will host Northeast Bradford in NTL baseball coverage. First pitch, 4.30 for that. I'll have the call for you there on Oldies 99 FM. So, yes, definitely come and join us on the True Oldies channel. Remember, you can download the NTL Now podcast online at ntlsports.com as well as Apple and Google Podcasts and, of course, on Spotify as well. This is Shane Wilber saying so long. Thanks for tuning in. It's been the 75th edition of the NTL Now podcast as always an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.